0: All right, welcome back to the big program. Eight o'clock in Edmonton as we welcome in our Thursday co host from 8 to 10, Ladislav Schmid. Good morning, Laddie. Good
1: morning, Kevin. How are you Looking doing? Looking sharp, feeling groovy? Yeah, yeah. Got my day going again.
0: Jim yeah. at what, 4:35?
1: No, today was 5:30. Oh, well. You
0: got to have your rest too, big guy. I know.
1: I know. My wife just told me that on the way here. It's <laughs> like, yeah, so make it easier on me. I don't. i get my rest
0: during the day. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Uh, time now for On the Mark with Mark Spector and powered, of course, by Booster Juice. Visit a location today to refuel, refresh, and re energize. Uh, and also start earning berry points for delicious and nutritious smoothies, drinks, and food that will get you through your days. We welcome in Mark Spector from Rogers sports net uh, spec. Thanks for uh, hopping on today. I know you're just on the way to the nation's capital.
2: Yeah. I just watching my uh, plane pull up to the boarding uh, oh. thing here. So we got a little bit of time Good. before uh, they're making me get on it. How's it going today? Edmonton? Not
0: bad. You like, uh, what do you think of when you go to Washington, the nation's capital? I know,
2: Thanksgiving. It's a really cool, it's a really cool city for yeah. sure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, You've seen the images of the White House and the Capitol and stuff mm-hmm. so many times in our life, and when you actually see them with your eyes, it's cool. It's you know, it reminds me of the first time I went to Maple Leaf Gardens mm-hmm. in my life. I'd grown up seeing hockey Day in Canada, but when you walked in there and saw it, it's like it felt like you'd been there before, but you hadn't. Yeah, uh, Washington's a very cool town. I'm, you know, it's going to be Thanksgiving. There's not a whole lot going on as when you're in America in Thanksgiving, but uh, we've got to find somewhere to watch football game, can't we?
1: Yeah, lad, do you like Washington? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, obviously, coming from Czech Republic, right? <laughs> like you, you always see capital uh, pictures of capital or or the White House on TV, and but yeah, I never you know, dread that I would see it all alive. So yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: I'll tell you guys a true story and I told you one yesterday, Spec, with a radio legend. I'm gonna tell you one this is a one hundred percent true story. So you know when I was lucky enough to do Euler games, Rod Phillips was doing the games and I was doing color. So th- I was lucky enough to be on the team charter and we were flying into Washington after a game, I can't remember on the East Coast and the Oilers were had won several games in a row and I said to Rod, "I said I think that when we get to the hotel, I'm going to go for a little walk around Washington because I'd never mm-hmm. been there." And Rod looked at me and said, "No, you're not going anywhere, bub." He says, "The team is the team is going well right now. We don't need anybody getting stabbed." <laughs> 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 I was like, no, yeah. "You don't care about my welfare, just the team, Rod." <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah. uh speaking of this team this team right now spec you were obviously in the game in carolina how would you describe the mood after three straight losses on this road trip
2: oh the mood's the mood's not good let's face it this team's very disappointed in itself i would say to you you know it's very disappointed in itself it's this you know, let's forget for a minute about systems and defensive zone systems and new coaches and all of that this is a collection of guys who consider themselves to be pretty good hockey players in the NHL and, and they feel like I'm sure they feel like no matter what's going on around us we should be able to pull together and put together 60 minutes of decent hockey and win a game or two here Well, give everything time to settle and they can't, right? They can't. They're playing worse as this road trip goes on. And last night's game, laddie, you're a defenseman. You know, what I saw going on in their zone last night in that first period was it didn't look anything like NHL hockey to me.
1: Man, I i, I have been watching on and off highlights even this morning. And, uh, you know, last night, obviously, seeing it live. Uh, I, I don't even know where to begin, man. Like... This Like, this is getting, like, very serious, right? And, like, after two losses to start a game in the first period, giving up four goals. Yeah. The, 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 the goal that pissed me off the most was Necha's goal. The fifth one in the second, yeah. Like, I think we yeah. can all agree. There's four, maybe even five guys around yeah. the net, and one guy gets the shot away and then gets ho- his own rebound. He's Nobody even gone. touches him. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Like right. no awareness, nothing. Like at least somebody break his wrist afterwards or something. <laughs> I, like, agree I, with I, was, you. I was I was yeah. honestly swearing out loud. My two year old son didn't know he was repeating my words. <laughs> unfortunately, so my <laughs> wife wasn't happy with me. But like, like honestly, for me it's like, like for me always playing hockey was taking pride of what in mm-hmm. what I was doing, and yeah. my my job was being defensive defenseman. And like my own zone penalty kill, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't see it out there right now that they are taking pride of uh, being the good defenders or you know preventing mm-hmm. goals. Like I, I don't know what what your sense is, back, but like, I I just don't see it. Go ahead, yeah. spec.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's well, I you know as a as a journalist, I tr- try, and I'm not always successful. I try to stay away from, you know. Things like pride and and intelligence, and because I don't really know, I who am I to tell you what Leon Drysdale's pride is? He, I always thought he was a pretty mm-hmm. proud guy, but to hear that come from you, Laddie, a guy that's been in those rooms and played in those games, is that's got some gravity. Um, I guess I'd just say to you guys that that it doesn't matter what system you have, it doesn't matter what you know whether you're trying to play a zone or a man or whatever you're doing when when you the basic tenets of the sport you're not being are not being adhered to when four guys stand in the slot and the other team gets two cracks it doesn't matter what your system is right it doesn't yeah. matter who your coach is that's what what i'm seeing Ekholm goes on a rush there's not a single forward that who it crosses their mind to say hmm that's our defenseman rushing the puck maybe i should stay back just in case <laughs> all the forwards go like that's I was a defenseman in Bantam Double A, and I caught heck for, you know, our, my forwards got heck when I rushed the puck and no one covered for my rear end, and it's yeah. happening in the NHL. It should never happen in the NHL.
0: On, on that play, don't you think Ekholm should shoot though and just get make oh my sure? Goodness,
2: yeah. Yeah, a defenseman never passes backwards in the offensive zone like that. Hmm. Obviously, he's got to shoot the puck. But the point is, he made a mistake. But there's no forward even covering crossing their mind to cover for the guy yeah. right
1: so, so there's two mistakes so so spec like um, so going back to the last year like they were able to win high scoring games right like that's that's what it was like it was never like what 2-1 one 3-2 one, some but not most of you know most of them were like a high scoring so now if you're not getting that scoring, like they they gotta go back to the drawing board and tell themselves, Hey guys, like it's not happening. You know, we are not scoring at the same pace like last year. So maybe we have to change something. We have to tie it up in our zone. Don't give up any odd man rushes because everything ends up in their net right now. And and I'm not saying that's just goalies' fault, mm-hmm. right? But we gotta we have to be able to win Two one games, three two games. Like you go to Carolina, you score, still score three goals. Like you should have some kind of chance to win the game. It's you know. So the the mentality for me has to change dramatically. You know, it's not happening until we're gonna start scoring goals at a higher pace. We have to tidy up and add add on that. All like those those teams who usually go deep in the playoffs. In the regular season, they're able to play these tight games, Mm -hmm. low-scoring games, being patient, Uh wear the other team down. Like, If we want to be successful in the playoffs, we have to learn how to win those games and how to play those kind of games, in my opinion. Yeah.
2: Sure. Okay. I mean, I'm in complete agreement with you, but I I think I also want to say that we're 15, 16 games in here and they can't, most nights they don't get past three goals. You know, like I I asked McDavid the other day, and I'm going to (laughs) paraphrase the question, but the question was, if you're not going to win 3-1, because they've been trying to do that all year and they're incapable of it, maybe you should be trying to win 7-5 like you used to. Like maybe the answer until we figure out how to play defense is to figure out how to play offense, and of course that was deemed a dumb question. But here we are. <laughs> right? Here well, we are. This team can't get to four, and they allow five. So either you play better defense, which I don't think they can do, or you play better offense. But one of them's got to get better.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree. Well, well, last year like they. Th- Those high-scoring games, how many goals did they get on the power play? And that's not happening. No. Like, the the teams are starting to figure out how to defend their power play, or they did figure out for most part of the season, right? The power play is not awful. No. It's not. Like, don't get me wrong. But it's not the same like it was last year because every team's got a video these days, you know, and they prepare. Well, beat somebody five on five then. Yeah.
2: I, right Let's yes, on, yes. Around, tap tapping our foot waiting for three power play goals tonight, and again limit goals like dry was minus four last night yeah you know yeah. so that means he's not getting it done offensively you're, you're one of your superstar players and he sure as heck isn't getting it done defensively so where is he getting it done right
0: he was off for sure yeah no. You know, um, what did you make of Cal Pickard last night? Came in and again, the only goal he allowed was basically a one-on-four. With he made the first save and they scored on the rebound on Marty Netzer. Made a couple of big saves late in the game just to even keep the Oilers around. Do you think he deserves another start tomorrow?
2: Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I listen. Skinner let one goal in. We didn't like, but at that point, yeah. the guy had just had two backdoor cap-ins mm-hmm. and a rebound potted from a foot off the line like it's 3 yeah. nothing. he hasn't had a prayer on any of the goals yeah. and now he lets one in of course he does the guy's confidence is shot and he knows the team in front of him isn't helping him one bit so I guess my point would be I hate to punish Skinner for having not saved more goals than what we watched last night yeah. but yes Pickard played fantastic I don't know listen guys
0: does here. it even matter anymore
2: this is plain English. Yeah. If Calvin Pickard's the answer, what the heck's the question? Yeah, right.
0: Again, doesn't even matter who's in net anymore. Yeah. If you but they played hard in the third period. We we all agree
1: that they played hard. But you cannot play hard in just the, one period. Exactly. Like at, like where we at right now? You have to show up from minute one to minute sixty. Yes. Like you cannot. You cannot just have stretches. Like, mm-hmm. where the teams at right now? That's just impossible to win games. Like, I... Yep. Uh, because... I'm so frustrated. Guys, I'm so frustrated. I'm, I was... I picked up a fight with my one of my best friends. He's a Calgary Flame fan. He's enjoying this. So, yesterday, it got very personal over mm-hmm. our text messages. Yeah. And I had to, like, apologize. Like, I... I'm going to have to step back from this because I am very heated right now.
2: Oh, buddy. Buddy. Try being in the stress room yeah. asking these guys every night what the problem was this time. Right? Yeah. Holy oh, man. Frustrated? I mean,
0: and I'll, i i got to give you credit again, Speck. You're the only guy, the only reporter on the road. Uh, we kind of had a couple texts yeah. last night. So, I mean, so you had a little one-on-one with Evander Kane, right, last night?
2: Yeah. 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 Talked at length with Zach Hyman in the morning, yep. just trying to get my head around what's going on. And mm-hmm. you know what? They're really frustrated, and it's really hard for them to ask, you know to lose again and step in front of the media and have to answer for it. I know it's their job, and no one's no one is not doing it, but it's yeah. really hard and frustrating. And from our end, I, we're all out of questions. Listen to us three talk right now. Yeah. We've we got a lot of questions, but we don't have a bunch of answers. So, it's it's just a tough situation all around. And it, uh, me and, you know, Connor are like laddie and his buddy in Calgary. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're <laughs> sick of each other right now. We've got to take a little break. <laughs> yeah,
1: one thing I would like to point out, how about Zeg Hyman, 10 goals? Yeah. Guys, he's playing hard. And where are those he's goals hard, are yeah. being scored from? Where is he scoring right. the goals from? Like, right. those tough areas, right? Yeah. Like... It, it, it needs to get ugly I feel, Before it's going to get pretty We,
0: we had Bordzi on And <laughs> Bordzi's line If you had 20 Zach Hyman's right now You wouldn't be in this position
1: Sure That's, you know? that's fair
2: so, you know, Connor Brown was supposed to be like Zach Hyman And that ain't turning out no. so great
0: Hey, Speck. I know you got I know you got to board a plane here. Are you having pretzels or nuts? What's the which? What's the pick?
2: Yeah, a cup of black coffee, and I'm looking for an idea. I got to write something, today, boy. So if anything occurs to you, you got my number.
0: <laughs> I got. I got one for you. I'll send you something.
2: Okay, let's have it, baby. All right. <laughs> uh, thanks, Speck. Right. Uh,
0: enjoy uh, American Thanksgiving in the nation's capital.
1: Are you oh, going to have turkey somewhere? They're going to be serving. I don't know. What's open? Like well, Something's going to be open. About, oh, everything's open. Yeah, the restaurant's yeah, going to be America
2: serving Thanksgiving. turkey. Thanksgiving, not everything's eh. open. But we'll figure it out. I'll eat something, and I uh, might be able to find a cold beer along the way. Who knows? That's Ooh. the most
1: important
0: part for you.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, boys. Thanks, Okay, Spe- have a safe flight.
0: Yeah, that's uh, Mark Spector for On The Mark, energized by Booster Juice. Get the boost you need at Booster Juice. When we come back... Time for our headliner of the day for Mr. Reuter, Frank Saravalli. guess he would be in Philadelphia, man. Turkey Day, U.S. style in Philadelphia. Oh, that'd be great. That was, yeah. You know? And again, like, okay, on a uh, day like today, Laddie, and we'll talk about this a little later too, but you got three football games. You just, you know, if you are on the road today, what would you be doing? Watching the, football. Watching? Like,
1: I, w- I would turn off the hockey yeah. like on my mind I know it's hard yeah. for the boys okay. and I like I've been critical I still feel bad for them mm-hmm. like I've been through those stretches <laughs> almost every year when yeah. I play here and it sucks guys it, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie I feel bad for them but it is part of the business like we, I was getting paid pretty big bucks there we we're getting mm-hmm. paid pretty big bucks it's part of the it's part of the deal yeah. but I, I I do feel bad but today great opportunity Thanksgiving mm-hmm. You don't have to do much, just... Well, have a practice today. Have a practice, Yeah, yeah. you know, go back, do whatever. Have, An afternoon
0: have, game tomorrow, you don't have to think if, about it all day.
1: Exactly, you know, you know. Have, have fun a little bit, uh, you know, watch football. Yeah. You know... Doesn't yeah. get much better. Thanksgiving, exactly. football. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it because I have a practice and my sons get a game at night. I don't get to see any football games, guys. Somebody feel bad for me. Please. I feel terrible for you. <laughs> All you. the texts are coming in. I feel bad for
0: Lanny. <laughs> Frank Saravali coming up after the break. Carrier Schmid on Sports fourteen forty. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Uh, time now for our headliner of the day, brought to you by Mr. Rooter. At Mr. Rooter, they only employ the finest organic grain-fed free range plumbers for all your plumbing needs. Go to ca as we welcome in Frank Saravalli from Philadelphia. Morning, Frank, and happy Thanksgiving.
3: Well, thanks. How are you guys doing?
0: Doing well, Good. doing well. Uh, is it true you've got a, a special guest from Edmonton for Thanksgiving in Philly?
3: I do. I'm actually on my way over to the train station to pick up young Tyler Uremchuk. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to having him and his his girlfriend here for Thanksgiving and, Taking him to the Bills Eagles game on Sunday. So that oh. was the reason for the trip. He's a big Bills fan.
1: That's going to be great. So, I'm, I'm really going to start becoming friends with Frank so he can, like, I can stay in his he house. He goes to Ohio, all the I events. Meals, and I'm, he's going to take me to the football game. Like, yeah. I cannot wait for this. Yeah. See, this this, you this you is would happening, have had Frank.
3: had a blast this morning. One of my favorite rituals of Thanksgiving, aside from the chance to hang out with family and spend the day watching football is every thanksgiving morning i meet my buddies at the local pub we all tell our wives that we uh <laughs> we're going out to the grocery store to pick <laughs> up a few things oh. and uh we just happen to sneak in a a pint or two of guinness at 8 a.m so uh we're well underway today guys that's
0: great that's just that's great. such
1: a european culture yes. right
0: <laughs> nice one right 8 a. M. At like-
1: well it's 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 noon somewhere right
0: yeah so, uh, what's your M-check going to show up with uh, at uh, the Saravali Thanksgiving dinner? Like a, a box of copper moon red wine or what?
3: I, I actually don't know. So, he said that he he packed a whole bunch of Canadian snacks. So, I'm guessing cheezies. there's going to be some some all-dressed. I'm uh, mm-hmm. trying to think. Some ketchup, Ke- ketchup chips. chips,
0: what
1: chips what is, ketchup. Those yeah, what the, the, the oh, Hawkins cheesies. Yeah. Yeah, Hawkins cheesies. They're really good. I crush we we crush like a back or two. My, well, my wife, but I don't <laughs> want to throw her under the bus.
0: <laughs> they, <laughs> oh.
1: Well, that's just great. I mean, that's super that you have Tyler and his girlfriend in. So I just don't drink any of the Canadian beers. Hey, eh? they're awful. So just stay away from that. Well,
3: that's actually going to be our first stop. We're gonna oh. uh, we're gonna go to the to the beer store and see what we can pick out for Tyler and his girlfriend. I don't know what they like, so I want to make sure they're comfortable. Oh.
1: Well, Canadians think they they have the best beer, but you know, since I'm <laughs> from Europe, <laughs> yeah, I think you like yeah. Czech beer, yeah. Oh yeah. what well, you make?
0: Sorry, sorry, Frank. what did you make of the game last night? I mean, this is just same old, same old again.
3: Yeah, I'm really kind of running out of words, and it's funny because I mentioned some of the math on Twitter after the game and how, yeah. for the first time this season, the Oilers' playoff chances have slipped below 50% on the whole for the season. And I, I mentioned that it was inexplicable. And people were responding to me saying, what do you mean it's perfectly explainable? Are you watching? And I am, but I still can't yeah. explain to you why this team that, you know, 100 points last season, two of the very best players in the game, how you – are in an all important spot on this road trip and give up four in the first period in Carolina. Like I just, I I can't, I can't find the words to explain why this is happening. I, I don't know that this has really happened much in any other sport where you have a championship favorite or contender, true contender be in this deep of a hole to start a season almost to the point where they've got two weeks and their season's on life support.
0: Do you uh, have you heard anything more on the goaltending trade front, Frank?
3: You know, I, I kind of felt like watching last night was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like I just I don't know if anything's imminent quite today, but I, I can't envision the oilers continuing much longer with now it's 864 save percentage for the season. Like it's just it's not working um you see Skinner give way to Pickard like Pickard didn't really inspire a ton of confidence in his start not that he was bad but neither one of those guys appear to be the solution and we know with Jack Campbell's play in Bakersfield that he isn't either so I think they need a shot in the arm I think you know look there's a lot of blame to go around the defensive zone play has been no good but when you look at this goaltending, we're on track for historically bad. I, I mentioned this yesterday in a piece on Daily Faceoff, and I outlined five realistic options in net for the Oilers, and you, you just size it up historically. The Seattle Kraken two seasons ago had the NHL's worst goaltending in 30 years, and they were at an 880 save percentage. The Oilers today are 864. The difference between 880... And 864 right now is about 10 goals in 18 games. 10 fewer goals. That's a big deal. That's a big difference. Might be the difference between three extra wins.
0: You should see Laddie this morning. He's having a tough goal. I have
1: a, I, you're ruining my day right now. No, but but my question is, how can you pull off? Uh, how are you going to get a like so, solid number one goalie midseason season like, the team see you're desperate. We don't have tons of options. You're going to have to give up draft picks, high draft picks, first mm-hmm. rounders, prospects. Like, current roster, how many guys can you trade? A lot of guys have no move. Like, I,
3: phew, tough.
1: You know, hey, Frank, Real, it, Really it, tough. Yeah. Like, uh. Could you ever well, imagine?
3: Part of the issue I was going to say that the Oilers yeah. have been weighing is acquisition cost with impact because you really don't know what you're getting with a goalie. But I pointed out in the piece yesterday that I think the best mix between those two things, like you mentioned solid number one, like I don't know that you need a true bona fide number one. What you need is someone to come in and stop the bleeding. And that's where I see someone like James Reimer being a fit. He's not going to be super expensive to acquire. Like you're not talking anything more than at the very most, a second round pick. His career numbers are excellent. His numbers this year are good in Detroit, 917. You look at his entire career, 14 years in the NHL. You know, I don't know that anyone gets excited about James Reimer, but his numbers are good. 13 out of the 14 years, he's been 900 or better. Um, and that's the consistency that I think you're looking for.
1: Uh, I agree, but don't want to throw the team under the bus but have you seen lately what chances they're giving up it's it's one thing like he's 917 in Detroit mm-hmm. Detroit is playing a bit different than, than Edmonton is right now I, I know he would probably be more consistent but still like we are giving up like those goals are those are five stars here's
3: star my chance. answer to that Last year in San Jose was the first year in his entire career that he was below 900, and he was still at an 890. So his worst is an 890 over the course of a full season. That is light years better. Again, yeah. I just mentioned 10 fewer goals in 18 games at 880. It's, it's, even, it's like 12 or 13 fewer goals than 864 It's a big difference right now, even just getting to James Reimer's worst. And on a team in San Jose that played zero defense last year, just look at Eric Carlson's 100 points that he put up.
0: Hey, hey Frank, just around the league, anything catch your eye last night and then obviously a a dark day today, but then a lot of games tomorrow again. Uh, Anything that's uh, kind of top of, top of your head going around the league, going on right now?
3: Yeah, I thought that uh, five-minute major and game Mm -hmm. misconduct to Josh Manson was quite cheesy if you watched the uh, Colorado game last night against the Canucks. Um, I'm waiting on Patrick Kane. I believe that decision is imminent in the next couple days, if not early next week. And there seems to be a strong indication in the last 24 hours that Patrick Kane – Uh, You know, there was talk earlier in the week about the Florida Panthers being a Mm frontrunner. I think the pull and magnet of potentially playing close to home in Buffalo is pretty strong and remains strong. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's a couple little trade things percolating. We just talked about the Oilers and their situation. I think the Vancouver Canucks have been pretty active in trying to get a defenseman. And I think they're really trying to move Connor Garland. So, mm-hmm. I think in these last 72 hours, there's been quite a bit of trade chatter that's picked up here.
1: Is, is, sorry, go ahead, so, yeah, uh, yeah. D- Is there any chance that Vancouver would be looking into uh, any of the Flames' defensemen, or Flames would? You don't think they would be, be traded division? Division, yeah. division but th- there are three guys that's on the way out, right? Like, uh, I, especially Tanev, being you know. Played played many years for for Vancouver. Uh, it would make sense, but I, I don't know if Flames are open to that. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I
3: think the Flames have to make the best deal that they can. Mm. I don't think it matters where it is. I understand it's the competition, but if they're offering you the best package, and I don't know that there's any reason to really blink. Now you've got until March eighth. Yeah. Whoever gives you that best deal, that's you take it. I, I don't think that stuff. I think that's overblown. Yeah.
0: Frank Saravali with us on Sports 14. Kevin Carey, along with uh, Ladislav Schmid. American Thanksgiving. No games today. So what does the Saravali besides the big dinner you're putting on with your So just football today. What else? What else shakes down in the Saravali uh, household?
3: Well, that's it. It's pretty quiet. Uh, lots of relaxing football. A few beverages. Some good food. Probably uh, stop over my parents later. Maybe Megan's parents. My wife as well. They all live like five minutes away, so we'll go house to house, uh, have a beverage or two, and and keep moving on.
1: Wow! Ooh. Make sure you Uber.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isn't that why you get married?
1: <laughs> 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 That's my guy.
3: <laughs> That's my boy, Frank.
0: Hey, one last one. Did you happen to catch uh, Jim Montgomery's speech with uh, in the dressing room with the on the father son's trip here?
3: I did not. Uh, what was that like?
0: Well, okay, I'll just give you the Reader's Digest kind of version of it. Uh, and basically he said, you know, I guess, so they were in Florida last night, Boston. and then Just because Louis DeBrusque is out there, he's not doing the games here for a couple games because he's with Jake. So Jim just basically said, you know, all your dads are proud of you to be here. And some, some of the dads had already passed, I think, two or three in the room. And he said his dad passed and things like that. But, but he said, you know, your dad's never expected you to be here. But he did expect a second and third effort from you all the time. Aww. And it just, if, when you look at it, you can see, and that's, and I was kind of likened it to the Oilers situation right now. You know, all, people are just expecting a second and third effort. And we got that in the third period last night. We saw that. We saw a much better, uh, you know, urgency,
1: effort. Yeah. So, too late, though. Absolutely too late. I, I, we, we, I agree. You know, we just talked about it, man. you have Absolutely to, like, too late. At this, at this point, you have to put together 60 minutes. Yeah. I,
3: I don't want to hear anymore about uh, extra effort in the third yeah. period yeah. when you're down and the other teams put five on the board. Like, it, we're in <laughs> – we hit the U.S. Thanksgiving mark. We're closing in on December. The time for moral victories is over. What you said about – Jim Montgomery and his, his speech mm-hmm. hits me right in the feels. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of you guys, you know, my playing, you know, minor hockey growing up. My dad coached my team for a long time. He still comes to a lot of our games as I'm coaching now. Um, all that stuff means a ton, and it's great that he was able to tie all that together. But I think that's really going back to the first week of the season. You know, you can make mistakes. You can have um, mistakes of, of um, you know, your mental brain power, things like that, bad reads. But I, I have a hard time tolerating mistakes of effort time after time. And part of it, it just feels like that's been one of the Oilers' biggest question marks is mm-hmm. certain nights they show up to work and certain nights they don't. And especially in a, in a city like Edmonton where people work, um just it's not acceptable.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that with Laddie and I know you got to get going here cuz you got to pick up uh your Ramchuk and where so at the train station where is he coming in from?
3: Uh, he was in New York for a couple of days, so I think he oh. went to a couple of Broadway shows. His first time ever. I want to go to
1: New York too. <laughs> Come on! <Well.
3: sighs> I, I told him, I said, "Look, buddy, you know you're not in Kansas anymore. So uh, <laughs> keep your head on a swivel in New York, all right?"
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't see your um, check like just walking the streets in New York and good things happening. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Frank. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Hey, happy Thanksgiving,
1: guy. Thanksgiving Frank. Have a good
0: one, guys. That's our headliner of the day, Frank Saravalli, brought to you by Mr. Rooter. There's a reason they call him Mr. For all your plumbing needs, go to mrreuter.ca. So we were talking about effort and things like that and how hard it is to maintain, sustain um, high levels at the top of the show. We're going to talk about that with Ladislav Schmid when we come back on Sports 1440 right after the break. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Uh, We're going to talk a little Oilers with Ladislav Schmid and among other things. uh, But we'll elevate the game. Uh, Brought to you by Ram Elevators and Lifts. Unlock the potential of a home elevator or lift in your residence. You can learn more at TrustRam.com, a Forbes-based rated residential company. Um, Ladislav Schmid, Kevin Carey, Sports 1440. A couple texts, and we've got a million texts coming in. Uh, Steve from Drumheller. Uh, sorry, Steve, we're going to... I will be disagreeing with you 100% here. The first goal, Kulak was standing right in front of Skinner and the Carolina guy standing by himself. I'd be upset if my children played that like this. Okay, first of all, that goal, first it went off Jordan Martinuk, the the point shot. Then it went off Jesper Fast. Uh, then the puck is this line there. That... That's this is not on Brett Kulak. That is just that's a a lucky goal. You got a, a bounce and a bounce and yeah. the puck's just lying there. Yeah, sometimes that's that is just total luck for that to happen. Two bounces well, off when, two when, guys
1: when things are going wrong, you know. Well, this, which, this kind of happens. And
0: as I said, and some guy I, I said Schlepprock <laughs> from the Flintstones, and yeah. some guy said, "Hey man, I was watching the Flintstones. I know <laughs> what you're talking about." So this uh, Schlepprock dude. He was on the Flintstones. I don't know if you
1: you ever saw that. I've see, I seen the Flintstones, and, I, and now I know. Okay. Uh, he's carrying that cloud. <laughs> so Schleprock is a gloomy, unlucky, and depressed teenager
0: known for having exceptionally bad luck.
1: That's yeah. We but, always but used to say that, you know. I know, but like we cannot blame just everything on the bad no, luck, right? No, you can't. But but, uh, but that goal, yeah,
0: that was I a mean, that was a lucky goal. Um, so again, you. Uh, a lot of people, yourself included, have a hard time trying to explain, trying to dissect, trying to look what's going on, yeah. because it's been going on now for well, it's five, twelve, and one. Yeah. You're eighteen games in um, quarter I, of the season almost here.
1: I think I think the guys in the locker room they have a tough time too to mm-hmm. explain what's going on. I don't think they don't. Nobody understands what's what's happening. You know, and, and we talk about it weekly, basically, mm-hmm. go back to the basics, you know, take pride in the defense, don't give up any admin rushes, everything uh, everything, you know any chance they give up, it's in back of that, but mm-hmm. they give up like big chances. like again, I don't just want to blame the goalies, right? So here's like it's, a, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's it's all together. Like defense, I, is not just defenseman. Defense, man. defense I, is five guys in a, in unit, the zone.
0: a five man unit, a five-man unit. Unit, right? Think of that movie, Hoosiers. Yeah. Five pistons pumping. Yeah. You know.
1: But it, it, it is true,
0: man. Yeah. This text comes from Ron. Good morning, Kevin Laddie. First things first, the Oilers must fix their team defense before they get a decent goalie. Just said that. Just said that. Uh, this will allow less grade eight chances. Two. Whichever goalie is acquired, they will be in a better position to make the save. Three, focus, effort, urgency is seriously needed by the entire team. These are all simple little explanations and answers. But And then four, how is it possible that a team that had 109 points was fairly good defensively last year, so awful this year? It's unbelievable.
1: Were, were they that great defensively, guys? Though? No, no. I don't think so. I, I think we overlooked that well, a lot because we were scoring, scoring so many goals.
0: Outscoring in the problems.
1: Yeah, I think we were okay defensively, mm-hmm. you know. But the, the effort part for me, again, and this is like, I don't want to make everybody feel, anybody feel bad or like embarrass mm-hmm. them, but I, I'll tell you this story. Yeah. Uh, so this is the last lockout. I came back to play for my Czech team. Okay, uh, You know, my dad was going to every every single game. He was so happy that I was back. And, you know, you <laughs> going back, I was so excited, you know, NHL player. There was a lot of you know twenty twelve, twenty thirteen yeah. Media okay. attention is like oh the 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 NHL like stars are going back to play in the Czech League and you know, our team wasn't wasn't doing really that good. And we had a bunch of we have a few NHL players. But it was it was like a fun. I didn't take it like seriously and you know my effort Mm -hmm. you know wasn't there so after a month my dad calls me in to their house for dinner wasn't guys this was such an awkward dinner like he just like and i'm like adult at this point right like i have a bunch of nhl seasons (laughs) behind me sits me down he's like so what do you think of your reply i'm like i could be better he's like it's an embarrassment I'm embarrassed that you are wearing my name on your jersey. Woo. Like, are you serious? Yeah. We got into it. But he was totally right. And I'm not saying like guys in locker yeah, should yeah. be embarrassed. But he's like, I there can be bounces, there can be bad luck. But one thing you can control is your effort and your compete level. Mm-hmm. So unless that fixes, I don't wanna I don't wanna see you around. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I was like, that was a wake up call for me. Mm-hmm. I was like I I was so embarrassed to leave in the house. Yeah. But it, it like struck, it struck home. So I'm like, I went back, look in the mirror, I'm like, okay. How'd you play the next game? Well, much better. Yeah. And like the effort was there, like still like, you're not going to fix it overnight. But I was, my dad was again, once again, he was (laughs) back in my head because growing up, he was always in my head. And, but I kind of needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. And that's just for me, like again, Guys, like, I don't see, like, why they should, like, I don't want to embarrass them or anything, but I'm sure they know Mm -hmm. they need to get better. It needs to get better.
0: We touched on this off the top, and this is when I remember 96, 97, 98, 99. The Oilers could not compete with any team at that point because of the salaries, Mm -hmm. but they competed on the ice hard. hard under Ronnie Lowe, they had all those guys like Marchant and Bucky and, you know, Dougie Waite. And even though he was a high-talented player, he was the most talented player on the team by far. But Smitty, they had all those guys, Mike Greer, Todd Marchant, um, you know, go on, Ninema. All mm. these guys that laid it out every shift.
1: Well, look at uh, – we don't have to go that far. We can look yeah. at Philadelphia Flyers. No. Are
0: you but talking about right now?
1: Right now. Okay. Like they're – it's – Look at their team. But their compete level is, like, they're every night. Like, they're not going to win every night, but they give themselves a chance, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, that's just me. And, and Oilers are a way better team, way better team.
0: Steve from Drumheller says, ask Laddie if he'd let his man stand three feet from him. Um, he's still talking about this first goal. So, (laughs) uh, come on, Steve, let it go. (laughs) It it went off two guys and bounced right to the guys on the tape. Like it could have went off of two guys and bounced into the corner. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah.
0: Uh, All right, let's have something to to cool off a little bit here. Laddie, how cool was it to play with Peter Nedved in that lockout year? So that was back in check. Yeah, very cool. Did you guys know, like, did you kind of coordinate that?
1: Together? How no, he, he was already there. Okay. Uh, he he went like he's uh, he played for my hometown before he grew up there. His his dad, his dad, he he he's he passed away already, but okay. he was uh, my D coach when oh, I broke really? into the when I broke into the league when I was sixteen, mm-hmm. seventeen. Yeah, so I know the whole family. I played with his brother too. Yeah, uh, when I was younger. Yeah, Peter is a great guy.
0: He was great when he was here.
1: Short uh, time. Short time, but, you know. oh my God, hell of a guy. Oh, uh, yeah. The mayor of Czech Republic, I call him. Very charming guy. Uh, he, he gets a lot of lady attention. Well, you know, bet, he's, yeah. yeah, he's well known. Smooth. He, Suave. He, 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 oh, yeah, man. and
0: You know, and think about it. He went to the MAX tournament, right? In Calgary. Yeah, I think so. That's, that's how the, I guess, defection kind of started yeah. for him. And He
1: he was a good player. Oh, he was really good. He was really good. Really smooth and like yeah. skilled. And, and good, off, shot. A good shot. good shot. And off the ice, he liked to have fun too. It was just like easy to be around him. But he did have that snap in him during the hockey games that like if he would piss them off, yeah. he would put you head first into the boards. Hmm. Like especially in Czech League, it was like, ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you touched base with him? I
1: talked to him Probably two or three years ago, he's a he's a national team manager now, general <laughs> manager of uh, Czech national team. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, him and uh, I think Marty Havlat, I think they they work together. But but didn't Pete, Bobby
0: Holik too a little?
1: Was he? I don't know. No. I don't so. Several years maybe. So maybe, but, but, but yeah. yeah, Peter Nedved is still mm-hmm. very involved. Yeah. Um, he's got a, finally a, a baby. He settled down now. So. <laughs> Padma Park says, exactly, Laddie, where are
0: all the dads right now? Bring them to Edmonton ASAP. Well,
1: you... My dad, guys, it wasn't always easy to grow up with my mm-hmm. dad. He was very hard on me, but again, caused me some mental issues, but at the same time, would I be in the NHL if he wouldn't be hard on me? I don't know, but mm-hmm. there's a there's a balance definitely, but... My dad definitely helped me in my career, and yeah. he h- always held me accountable. Like there was no bullshitting.
0: Yeah, that's the one word, right? Accountable. Yeah. Accountable. Yep. Yeah.
1: I my dad was hard on me too. Yeah. He probably should have been harder. Uh, man, like honestly, like I I cannot be like that with my son because my son just calls me your bad dad <laughs> or like you don't love me. Like, kid, you you have no idea. This is like a ten percent of my dad. Yeah. My dad would give me the f- up finger or down <laughs> finger after each shift if I would have a good or bad shift. Cool. Even at the pro level. Wow. When I was 16, 17, man. Can you imagine? Like you you're like going back into uh, onto the bench and yeah. then like looking up. Looking up. It's a sold out building. It's like 6000 people, but I knew exactly where he was mm-hmm. sitting. And he would like whistle and then it would be pooh. Yeah, (laughs) it's like come on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't easy, but yeah, now now I can laugh at it at least.
0: Uh, IMAX says that old team had to had the identity as a defensive team. You can't compare them to a team that identifies as an offensive team. I'm not comparing anything. All I'm comparing is effort. Comparing that, as I said, play. And that's the position they're in right now. You have to play each shift like it's your last shift. You saw that in yeah. the third period. They played hard. But again, it's too late.
1: Yeah. You know? It, <laughs>
0: exactly, man. Big Easy says, loved how tough you played in front of the net, Laddie. Uh, mm-hmm. How many fights did you have? That comes from Big Easy. I have no idea. Some few. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, some, some won some, lost some.
0: Yeah. I mean, you. it's the way it is. I,
1: I, I, you know... Uh, I I took pride in what, what I was doing. You but know, it, I, I, I. And didn't it wasn't go,
0: about fighting. It no. was about just being tough. Tough, showing up yeah. for
1: your teammates. Showing yeah. up. You know, sometimes you need to change the momentum of the game. Mm-hmm. Boom. Drop uh, your gloves or a big, you know? big
0: hit. Or a little stick or something. St- just Even a little glove in the face or something, you know? Yeah. Stinky glove. Yeah. I, I love
1: that, man. My gloves were super oh. stinky, yeah. Were they? Un- until, yeah, until Sheldon Surrey told me, he's like, hey, <laughs> those gloves have to go, buddy. <laughs> That's disgusting. So what?
0: <laughs> Why did you get
1: new? Oh, well, I was sitting next to him and like, I, I, I like the same gloves for the whole season. And he's yeah. like, buddy, this is the NHL. It <laughs> stinks. Like, you know what? And yeah, so since that, that was my, I think... Second year in the NHL, and yeah, I was then switching gloves every couple months. <laughs> but he, before that, it was the whole season. He would have been a good guy to hang around with. Oh man, oh, I I still text with him. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. Well, I, I always look up to, look up to Shelley, and and again, one one of the guys that was really easy to be around yeah. off the ice. You know, I went and
0: saw. Uh, Lyle Odline in '98 or '97 okay. somewhere, where he was playing in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Sheldon was just coming up with coming the up. Devils. Yeah,
1: he was with Devils, right? He yeah.
0: he wasn't even playing. He was seventh defenseman. So he and I were hanging out in New Jersey off the ice for okay. a week. <laughs> You want to talk about a good time.
1: Good time with that guy. Oh, yeah. And, and that's another guy who got a lot of lady attention. Oh, oh man. Yeah. A lot? A lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good looking guy. He probably gave you lots of tips sitting beside each other, you know, like. Yeah. There was, there was several guys in the locker room. I cannot name them all. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shelley, Great guy. Great guy.
0: Yeah. Where's he now? I don't know. Is he down th- in I California?
1: Think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But that's a guy. We, we should get him. I got his number still, too. We should get him yeah, on. Yeah, we'll get him on for just yeah. on the next Thursday or something. Yeah, we should. Because, you know, having said that, he didn't deserve how he was treated here at the end.
1: At the end, uh, the, the things that, that fell apart, that's uh With his uh, injury. injury. And um, he got infection, and it got pretty scary, actually. Very scary. Very and
0: scary. He, he didn't deserve... I'll just... The organization didn't handle it as well as they yeah. should have.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know all the details. Yeah. I just felt bad for him. Um <laughs> Man, I remember too when when he was on our team, like he had a rocket shot. Oh, like yeah. rocket. But he would use the same shot in the practice. Like we would like be practicing power play. Yeah. And Dustin Byner was supposed to be standing <laughs> in front of Ned and we would be like I would be defending and I'm like man. Dude, I'm not blocking this that this shot. But it's like like, how do you think I feel? Like, yeah. I have to be there for every single shot, and it's going high, low, it's it going all over the place. And he would be, like, like flamingoing and going away from that. And Matty's like, banner, stand in front of the net. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you go stand there, man. Like, th- this shot was ridiculously hard. And you should see this, like, the stiffness oh, of
0: his stick. It was like a two-by-four.
1: Like, it was like a cutting down the tree and it's yeah. like, I I was trying it and he would I'm pretty sure he was changing it like every game maybe every couple games because he thought they were soft I tried to bend it I I couldn't and I'm not like yeah well, like, you're a strong guy. Pretty, pretty strong guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't bend it. Oh, my God, man. Flex was big time. Yeah, big, big time flex, and he, lo- he loved to do his uh, saucer passes just to piss <laughs> coaches off. It's like, guys, nice grips, passes on the ice. First, Shelly goes, nice, like a head-high saucer right on the stage. like, I second, that, guys. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Oh. When we come
0: back, top of the hour, we're hoping to hook up with Lawal Ugwa, great cup champion from here in Edmonton, went to Harry Ainley High School.
1: Beautiful. Uh, yeah. First
0: year in the league, played last year in the championship bowl game, the, like the 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 big game for Texas Christian okay. University. So wow. this is a guy that has been on the world stage, man, for sure. Uh, before that, uh, time now for Sports 1440 Update, brought to you by Michener Allen Auctioneering. Their next public-timed automotive RV auction is now open for bidding. Go to info at maauctions.com. Here is the Duke.